Thanks for tuning into my new show, Get U.S. Market Ready with Italian Wine People. I'm Steve Ray, author of the book, How to Get U.S. Market Ready. And in my previous podcast, I shared some of the lessons I've learned from 30 years in the wine and spirits business, helping brands enter and grow in the U.S. market. This series will be dedicated to the personalities who have been working in the Italian wine sector in the U.S., their experiences, challenges, and personal stories. I'll uncover the roads that they walked, shedding light on current trends, business strategies, and their unique brands. So, thanks for listening in, and let's get to the interview. Hi, this is Steve Ray, and welcome to this week's edition of Get U.S. Market Ready with Italian Wine People. I'm uh, pleased and honored to have as a guest today, Ludovica Leone, who is uh, Dottoressa. Ludovica is the director of the Global MBA Food and Wine in uh, at the Bologna Business School. And I've had the pleasure of uh, lecturing at the class a, a couple of times uh, in person and also most recently in Zoom. So, uh, Ludovica, why don't you give us a little intro to yourself uh, before we get started with the interview? First of all, thank you, Steve, for this invitation. And um, I'm really pleased to be here. So, as you said, I'm Ludovica Leone. I'm the director of the Global MBA Food and Wine at Bologna Business School, uh, which is the business school of the University of Bologna. And um, as most of you will know, the University of Bologna is the uh, oldest university in the Western world since it was born in uh, 1088. The the University um, of Bologna Business School was born just 20 years ago. So is uh, pretty young, and uh, our program, the Global MBA Food and Wine, is at uh, is tenth edition this year. So it is also a young program, which is growing really fast. What was I didn't realize it was that new? What was the impetus? Why did they create that? Well, the the, the Global MBA or the business school. <laughs> <laughs> I get the business school, the the Global MBA. So the, the Global MBA, first of all, uh, it was born, it, the Global MBA Food and Wine is uh, just one of the tracks uh, of uh, Bologna Business School Global MBA. Um, we uh, decided uh, to develop a Global MBA, which is global because we have both professors and students coming from all over the world. And we decided to to create an MBA that was not directed just to the, I mean, a general MBA, um, a generalistic MBA, but uh, we wanted to to offer a program that was specialized in what are the, the pillars of made in Italy productions. And that is why our global MBA is divided in different trucks. And we have, of course, the food and wine, and then we have the supercars, superbikes and motorsports, since we are in Bologna, so at the center of the um of the motor valley we have um a design fashion and luxury goods truck um a truck in automation and robotics uh, since i don't know uh, how many people are aware that in bologna there is a huge production of automation and packaging valley also uh, and a green energy and sustainable businesses uh, again um, in bologna and in emilia romagna there is a, a huge and rising interest in uh, green businesses and so this is something that uh, we uh, we decided to uh, to focus on so our students um, in the first part of the master in first part of the course uh, have all uh, classic mba courses and then in the second part of the of the master they specialized uh, in the industry they uh, they selected and that is a little bit uh, the, the, the distinction the distinctive characteristics that define our program compared to other programs our uh, other MBA programs around the world um, and uh, let me just 
say that uh, we're really proud to be to be the only MBA that uh, offer the, this kind of, of specialization. So that is why we we decided to to launch this program to actually put in practice uh, what our faculty was doing research on and uh, also to respond to re- the requests from the companies that uh, we were working with. Because, you know, companies are always looking for new talents, uh, international talents, especially in Italy, uh, you know, where we, we are looking for the internationalization of our company. And so to attract talents uh, in those specific uh, industries, uh, we needed uh, a special special program. So that is a little bit why uh, the rationale why we started this program so um, a few years ago. Can you give me a sense of uh, the staff that's supporting it, the number of people in the in the system? And I, I do want to give a call out to Barbara Biondi, who is the one who coordinates uh, everything that I do with Bologna Business School. But why don't you give me a little background on the uh, number of people? Okay, so uh, uh, the number of employees or the number of people working for the which kind of number? The staff at the university that are directly related to the business school. Okay, so uh, I can give you this number in a second moment because I don't have it in the moment, uh, how many people work. Yeah, the faculty members, I can tell you there are more than 200 in general at the at the school. We have uh, uh, more than 500 companies that are in our uh, network. And uh, we have, in general, the school has uh, uh, 11 full-time masters, both in English and in Italian, and uh, 13 executive masters. Plus, we have a lot of open programs or custom programs that we do directly with companies. And so this is uh, a little bit uh, the, um, the numbers in terms of of how many how many uh, masters uh, in terms of many people every year we graduate more or less 600 students both young people uh, so let's say young uh, I mean people that are um, that already have their uh, bachelor degree or um, alpha and alpha 300 managers and entrepreneurs so people that are there for executive programs so it's pretty large also one of the things I've noted this is more of a statement than a question is very focused on the practical aspects of all this and, and the and the idea of working with companies to help shape, that which you teach and, and get uh, intern opportunities for the students so that they get real world rather than just academic uh, experience. And you're dealing with five different tracks. There's motorsports, because I guess that's because Modena, that's kind of where all the, uh, the car companies are located. Yes, but also, you know, in Bologna, you have, uh, so in Modena, you have Ferrari, uh, but you also have between Bologna and Modena, you have Lamborghini, uh, you have Ducati in um, in, uh, in Bologna, uh, we have Dallara, in, uh, which is in Parma, near Parma. So we have very, very, uh, a very concentrated network of, uh, of companies uh, in the Motor Valley. And uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting uh, some. You mentioned it was the oldest university in the world. The university itself is in downtown Bologna. Some of it got destroyed during World War II, but rebuilt. I particularly remember uh, visiting the medical auditorium, which was this beautiful wood building. But the graduate school is housed in a villa that uh, dates back a couple hundred years. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the, the headquarters of the Bologna Business School are on the hills of Bologna. You know, Bologna is not a very big town. It's a university town. The, the, the villa is located just uh, 10 minutes uh, from downtown Bologna and uh, is, uh, is called Villa Guastavillani. Originally was uh, owned by a cardinal named Guastavillani. Uh, and it was this um, uh, is summer residence, uh, let's say, that usually 
actually, you know, they had uh, the downtown, the winter residence, and up on the hills where it was fresher during summer, they used to stay. And this uh, villa is, say that is a 16th century and is uh, one of the elements that uh, say that uh, impressed the most uh, uh, both our students and our faculty who love being there and uh, studying and working and uh, but the villa is very at the moment the villa is not enough so because of course we are growing a lot so we we are um, building exactly in front of the villa we um, we are building a new campus which has been designed by uh, a famous architectural um, uh, office from Bologna, uh, working on sustainable projects. And so in um, let's hope that soon we will see our new campus just in front of, of the villa. Well, I'm looking forward to that. The uh, I would comment for the uh, people who are listening to bad. I can't show you photographs, but the, the classroom, I think that most of the, the courses are taught in, certainly the ones that, that I lecture at once a semester is this old 15th century thing with frescoes on the ceiling and the big wooden beams and all and in this huge fireplace classic you know drawing room i guess from the 15th century or 16th century and then they have a, a big wire with a projector coming down right over the head of the of the lecturer to a screen so they've adapted <laughs> this wonderful old room to uh modern uh, teaching methods okay uh, one of the things that you guys impressed me was uh, your connection with everything happening at Verona Fieri, and particularly with, with Stevie Kim. Stevie was a, a commencement speaker about three years ago. She's the force, of course, behind the Italian Wine podcast that we're listening to right now. And you also have done a couple of uh, intern programs with her, kind of as a result of the uh, commencement speech. Can you tell us about your relationship with uh, all that's going on in Verona? Yeah, so of course, so first of all, Stevie is, uh, you know, is a, she's a force of nature. So we, uh, the moment we met, uh, I think that we, we met in uh, New York a few years ago, uh, thanks to Marco Caprai. And uh, we immediately started to talk uh, and uh, the possibilities of collaborating um, with, with our program. And uh, what, uh, we, what we did was, uh, of course, uh, inviting uh, um, Vinital International for uh, you know small seminars, uh, and then Stevie um, offered uh, uh, to our students uh, several times interns position because, as you mentioned before, we have a strong relationship with many companies uh, and uh, both in the food uh, um, and in the beverage. Uh, so in the um, not only in the in the wine but um, in general in the beverage industry. Vinital International is one of these uh, of these companies. Um, and thanks to these companies, uh, so thanks to, to Stevie, among the others, uh, we were able to uh, to attract our students, uh, to attract talents, uh, and also to uh, to let these talents uh, remain in our territory. Uh, because Stevie, um, in the past, and Vinita International hired a few of our students, uh, so it is very interesting the fact, you know, it's very international environment, uh, so it was not really difficult for them to um, find an, a vibe, uh, you know, a vibrating environment, very active. And uh, they always tell me that they learn a lot <laughs> from Stevie and from Vinital International. So this, this is just one of the, the things that we did together. But as you also mentioned, we, uh, you know, in our course, in our uh, global MBA, we have a course uh, that I uh, teach. It's called Business Development Lab. And uh, it's not actually a frontal class. It's uh, more a laboratory where we work with students and companies 
as students were uh, like consultants and we work on a specific project and uh, for yeah let's say that twice we worked with Vinita International on on their projects so for example last year we worked with a group of students on a new version on uh, uh, wine to wine uh, which I'm sure you know is the the uh, B2B fair of Vinita International and the students worked thoroughly to develop new a new format, new ideas, new contents, uh, you know, speakers, uh, suggestions uh, for um, enhancing the fair. And of course, COVID arrived, so <laughs> everything was uh, the the ideal of the of the event was in presence, uh, but then it was not. So that that's uh, a little bit <laughs> what happened. So the the classes are taught in English, which is the only way that I could. Um, but then COVID came. So how does uh, a university class that really is defined by the physical presence of international students in, in this international city of Bologna, how did you adapt to the impact of uh, COVID? Well, uh, we we reacted very fast to uh, to the up- outbreak of COVID because uh, before uh, the Italian government uh, launched uh, the lockdown, uh, we decided to uh, to move everything online and uh, to you know to to avoid the um, classes in presence uh, last year. And uh, we we were able to I mean, to transport everything, all the classes, all the seminars online. And uh, this was of course a pity for many students that uh, arrived in Italy to to visit companies, to visit fairs, to interact with people from the industry, to travel the country and see directly what are the specificities of our productions. Uh, and we tried to balance these with plenty of webinars. Uh, so leadership talks, uh, I mean, virtual company tours uh, and everything that we could do. And uh, this was last year. While we were a little bit, I mean, scared of what would happen this year, uh, because we were, uh, I mean, from September 2020, let's say this academic year, we were a little bit skeptical because we were thinking, oh my God, now who is going to come? I mean, uh, our, and, and to apply to, to this program because people cannot travel and uh, are afraid to travel. Everything is just a big question mark. And we were very, I mean, uh, we, we saw a, a very huge reaction from students, uh, from prospect students. And uh, this year we had a great class. So we the, the numbers didn't change. We had uh, maybe the students were more motivated than in the past because they've made a big investment in this moment to, you know, to quit their job, to come and to to follow their passion. So I think that uh, there was a really a challenging year. We had uh, a few, I mean, few uh, months online and few months uh, in presence. So we had the possibility to have the usual visits that we do, not, of course, all of them. But I've seen that, you know, students, even though they finish the classes, now they are continuing to go visiting companies, especially wineries in this period. They uh, they are traveling all Italy to, you know, to keep up with the things they lost in these months. I wanted to give a shout out to Kathy Hoyha, who's president of Enolytics and a mutual friend of ours. And Kathy introduced me to you. But tell us a little bit about what Kathy does and her class? Yeah, so Kathy, yes, is a great friend. Also, she introduces us, so I cannot thank her every time. I thank her a lot. So Kathy started to to have a seminar, you know, uh, at, uh, at the school. I met her during a Vinitaly um, and a few years ago. 
we were sitting together at lunch uh, just randomly, you know, the serendipitous meeting that you do during these events. Uh, and uh, uh, we just get connected and, and we started to, to, to be in touch and to, uh, to talk. And so she, for, she came for a seminar and then now she's teaching at the school. I think that's the fourth year that she teaches. And she has a course called Innovation and Narration in, uh, in the food and wine industry. So it talks about um, innovation in terms of business model innovation, in terms of uh, product innovation and how to communicate also, you know, innovation. So, of course, now she's a, uh, an expert, you know, big data and uh, the use of big data in, the, uh, in this industry. And so I think that her approach uh, is always something that students love. And the fact also that she brings a lot of you know, experiences from different uh, speakers uh, is something that students really appreciate. Uh, the fact that she has a direct approach on these on these business is something that students love. Because you know, as you mentioned also before, we we have a lot of academics in the program, but we prefer to give students also the real perspective on the business. So they come here to to learn how to work in this industry. And so it's very important that they have connections with people that work in the industry, not just study the industry. So we think that the two perspectives are complementary. And so they have a lot of professors, I mean, coming from, uh, you know, uh, we say practitioners, uh, but entrepreneurs, managers, professionals from the industry. Cool. And that's Kathy's company. A shout out for that is uh, Enolytics. And you can catch it online and, and see uh, an outline of the, the kind of work that she does, both with Italian wineries as well as domestic U.S. wineries. Very interesting stuff. What other teachers do you have that are visiting that are doing interesting things that you would like to highlight? So in general, our, our, pro, in our program, a part of our faculty is composed by um, professionals, as I was saying. So we rely on a lot uh, on our business network um, and uh, it's called advisory uh, committee network. And this is made by leading companies uh, in, uh, that, in the industry that uh, participate in designing uh, and implementing our program. So, for example, one of these companies is Biondi Santi, just to name one. And in the, in the wine industry, we have, as I was saying, uh, uh, so Giampiero Bertolini, for example, this year hosted the student for a tour of the company and uh, talking with them. We work, for example, with... Um, also with Antinori, and we had uh, uh, students going to the company to visit the company uh, with their export manager. We have every year we bring students to visit uh, Marco uh, Arnaldo Caprai uh, company. So we have Marco introducing the company to them and uh, um, talking about Sagrantino. So these are just a few names. Um, for for the wine industry and uh, as for the the food companies uh, working with with us uh, we have uh, granarolo we have cop we have fabri uh, many companies that come and teaches to our students uh, grupo montenegro which is a very famous beverage company not just beverage because they are very famous also in the food but uh, very famous for the brand montenegro but uh, uh, they work also on um, 
in the food in the food industry. So these are part of the company names. Uh, in terms of our uh, faculty, let's say just um, academic faculty, uh, we have professors coming from all over the world. Italian professors that live abroad and uh, international professors. Um, so coming from different countries and different universities. So this year, for example, we had um, uh, the opportunity to have Alec Ross, uh, who came as a distinguished visiting professor and talking about international relations uh, to, to our student. Uh, we have Alan Wolf, who is uh, a professor of engineering and uh, uh, at um, Technion from Israel. So very different profiles, as you see, not only in the food industry, the food and beverage industry. We have professors... Um, coming from uh, NYU, we have a professor coming from Yezeg. So we have very large network of uh, professionals and professors coming from different, uh, different universities in different, um, uh, different countries. Aside from our call faculty, of course, from the University of Bologna. I was particularly pleased when I, one year I lectured there, and I, I guess it was before... Well, it must have been Vin Italy, and uh, saw a bunch of the students at Vin Italy, and the same thing at Wine to Wine, which was the business to business conference um, you mentioned earlier that Stevie puts on in Verona. It used to be or is in November, December, and I think it might actually be live this year. So, Wine to Wine is something to put on your calendars. But it was great to see the students there and interact with them outside the campus while you're there with a whole bunch of people from the industry, and that was, I think, very effective, not only just for the students for now working and looking for jobs and connections and so forth, but also for the companies uh, that attend it. So I'd like to bring this to a close. And I, I, I always ask this question, what, what is the big takeaway? We talked about a bunch of things. Of what we spoke about for what do you think is the most uh, useful thing that you talked about today that our listeners might be able to take away from uh, this conversation? So I think that, yeah, for me, uh, the biggest takeaway uh, is always when I talk about this program is always about sense-making, you know, uh, trying to understand what we did, what are we doing, trying to understand uh, if we are doing it right <laughs> and uh, what can we do best. And uh, in terms of what people can take away from these, uh, I think uh, is the importance of um, of education and continue to, uh, you know, the vital relevance of education, uh, even in the toughest period um, and in this in, in crisis moment, uh, you know, uh, because we um, this year was really challenging for for our students, for example, but and for companies, but I think that was very uh, enriching for them, and they had the best year of their lives, uh, even though it was the pandemic. Um, and I think that uh, investing in education and continue to think about what we can do best, what can we learn, how can we, uh, you know, also learn from each other. Um, and uh, what, that's one of the, the biggest things that we try to, um, to push students to do, you know, to, um, to have these to be, have this big family where they can uh, uh, leverage on each other and uh, learn from each other. That was uh, Ludovica Leon, 
who is the uh, director of the Global MBA for Food and Wine at uh, Bologna Business School, founded in 1088. I love saying that. Thank you very much for uh, participating in today's conversation. Thank you, Steve. Thank you to uh, the organizers of this uh, podcast. Thank you for listening and um, see you soon. And yeah, it all comes back to Stevie. That's kind of the, <laughs> the genesis of so much that happens in Italian wines these days. So thank you, Stevie. Uh, this is Steve Ray. Thank you very much for listening to uh, Get U.S. Market Ready with Italian Wine People. And we'll be back next week with another edition of the show. And a big thank you to Ludovica Leon for taking time out of her schedule to share her comments with us. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you. This is Steve Ray. Thanks again for listening on behalf of the Italian Wine Podcast.